welcome to the Fireside Podcast. It's uh, been a midweek of game cancellations, so we've only got two games for you this evening. Um, Kamarik nil, Motherwell 1, and St Mirren nil, Celtic 4. Uh, after that, we've all done a bit of a challenge, but we'll get onto that when we get round to that. Um, I'm joined by Kelly superfan Billy Kirkpatrick. Oh yes, hello. Welcome. Um, Mr. Hun Undercover, Matthew Thompson. Good evening. Nice to be here. Um, couldn't think of a nickname for him, so Sugar Tits, Craig Gregor. All right. And, uh, <laughs> and Mr. Entertainment, Jimmy Dewar. Bonjour. <laughs> so it has, has, has been... Um, we're expecting what five games this midweek, and uh, three of them got called off uh, in the the winter conditions. So we'll we'll jump into the first game that happened, and it was Kilmarnock continuing their dreadful form. Zero, Motherwell one. Billy Kirkpatrick, what's your thoughts on this one? Uh oh. Well. Last two games, I have ranted on about how dreadful Kelly have been. Um, Tom Wright came in Monday, and you know, for the most part, he he got the defence more organised. Um, so you have to give credit to him there. They looked defensively more structured as a team. They didn't look at sixes and sevens all the time. Um, but he has got a massive job in his hands to transform the attack. Um, strikers were well, nothing short of woeful um, 52 crosses Kelly had, no end product <laughs> no no, no strikers, not you know, when your top goal scorer is a 37 year old uh, Chris Burke, you are really clutching at straws to try and stay in the vision when you need goals to win games um, but to be fair give credit to them defensively they did look much better didn't look as if they were going to concede six goals a game. Um, Motherwell weren't great, but got the job done. So can't argue probably too much with the result. I think Motherwell were, showed more potency in the final third, um, which probably resulted in their victory. Yeah, it was better though from Kilmarnock. At least I think it was a Kilmarnock fan. At least it was better than it's been the last couple yeah, of weeks so, yeah. when we've watched the games. Um, but I think, as you were saying, it's the quality in the final third. And we don't have any more transfer windows at all. But the, even though they had a lot of the ball and a lot of crosses, they didn't really look like scoring at any point. Or at least not to me. There was one point, I think it was Kabamba, uh, just had like an open shot about six yards out and he just like smashes it so wide. I don't even think it would have went, like if it was on target, I think it would have went over. It was terrible. And from someone that like Kelly fans rave about, I just didn't didn't just see anything. I think we struggle to find uh, any Kelly fans that rave about any of their players right now. To be honest, um, well that's <laughs> true. But to me, to me, is crazy why they get rid of um, Eamon Brophy to St Mirren, a guy who okay didn't have the the best of seasons so far, but he's the type of guy that might have scored a few goals to keep them up. I don't think Kabamba's that type of striker, and although he's a very big guy. If he can't score from fifty-two crosses, I think there's a couple, a couple problems. I'm not saying it's a. Well, to be fair to him, they weren't all for him. 
No, no. <laughs> not saying it's a, a bad, um, um, bad thing for I, Kelly. I wouldn't now, really blame. Um, Chris Boyd would be better up there when he's. Uh, and we've lost him. He's uh, 45. Oh, Craig's gone. Anyway. Anyways. The thing is, okay, anyway, it's like, to be fair to Kelly, they were always going to lose Brophy anyway. Um, so, because that's a pre-contract to St Mirren, but sending him out on yep. loan is probably their best option. They'll get some money for him now rather than just getting completely nothing from him in the summer. And they probably wouldn't have been playing him anyway. I, I don't know if there's any out-of-contract strikers that they can sign um, that will that will make a difference. You know, with, with all due respect, they have one res- respectable striker and then three duds from the I mean, um, English National League, which is, is, is... They're not premiership quality players. I mean, if the offer was right, I'd give it a go. <laughs> That's all I can say. I'd put the boots on. I just I'm trying to think, is there any out of contract players that Kelly could sign? I feel it's I feel like Tommy Wright would love Chris Boyd back. One more year. <laughs> I think Chris Boyd's been having too many takeaways but to be. See when you look at their at their, their list of forwards they've got. It's not terrible. Like you could work something out, you could build something out of that, so I don't See, I don't think their problem is the the quality of the striker. I think it's the overall quality of the team. I feel I feel recently yeah. Kelly has been um, lacking in sort of a creative sort of midfielder. I think that's one of their biggest problems when they're having to rely heavily on thirty um, seven year old Chris Burke to be the guy to sprint down the wing and always try look to be the guy to to create things. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's he's thirty seven as well. Like he's not going to be able to f- to keep doing it every, like week in week out. He will get to a point where he's just going to be like, I can't play. I can't play tonight. I, my legs are fucked. No, you just do a Scott Brown. And you just do. You just play anyway. Yeah, well, Kelly can't afford in- injections, so. No, it's probably well. There's there's be certain kind of injections going on in Kilmarnock. Like I'm telling you. Not the type we can speak about on stream. Not no. sporting kinds, no. <laughs> no. Um, but credit to where it's due for Motherwell, though. It was a good little goal. Um, it was a nice pass from Tony Watt, and the goal was put and away con- pretty well. A convincing, so. convincing finish from Campbell. Yeah. So I'd say Motherwell were worth their three points. They've, had, say, they've had their struggles. Got to say it was been um, good the last sort of few games. Even though Billy said that they've improved defensively, it was a very poor positionally from a Hunstrap to, um, to, to the Motherwell goal. It just left so much space. I've I've never liked the look of him, by the way. See, any time I've seen him playing, I just don't I don't see it. I don't know why he's a football player. I think Rossi's a better um, centre half than Hunstrup, in my opinion. He got left out of the team. Yeah, I think they're they're making less mistakes defensively, which is a, a sign of. Tommy Wright's defensive organisation, um, at least look yeah, yeah. semi-structured at points, which is, is I mean, wh- one so defensive I howler, yeah, one in 90 minutes is serious improvement from Kilmarnock, so oh, let's yeah. see how it goes at the weekend. I don't know if there's much else to say about that game. Not really. Um, oh. Apart from Motherwell deserved to win it. Um, yeah, they did. Just because Kelly are so bad. 
I still think Kelly will moment. stay up though. I Me too. I, I uh, Ross County still will go down. That's still my prediction. If we quickly just if we quickly just look at our predictions from that game, um, one one of us predicted a Kilmarnock win, and that was uh, Mister Dewar predicted them to win two one. So well, maybe if they that was a bit of a bust for you. Some of their crosses, then... you don't convert crosses. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, Kelly um, certainly don't. Two of it, no, two of us predicted don't... draws. And uh, Matt and Billy, and uh, me and Craig both predicted a three nil Motherwell win, uh, which obviously didn't happen. But yeah, we got the win right. It wasn't quite as convincing as we predicted, but you know, got the the result right. So I think it was a, a convincing one nil though, a comfortable one nil. I think everyone against Kelly is going to be comfortable at the moment though. Yeah, well. we'll see. They don't need that. They have an easy game at the weekend, do they? How they do according to my predictions. <laughs> <laughs> so the other game um, that was on was St Mirren nil, Celtic four, uh, or as I would call it, a Tom Rogic masterclass. What did you think about this one, Matt? Yeah. Um... <laughs> One thing I would say watching quite a lot of the game is I think the scoreline's moderately generous, but it was a really good game of football, um, especially from Tom Rogic. It was, there was quite a lot of good play. Um, obviously, you see that with the first goal. He was sort of the main threat as well, and he's taken it well. Um, and yeah, all round, it was a good performance from him, and most of the team didn't really look in too much trouble at any point. Yeah, I kind of agree with it being it's maybe a generous scoreline. Um, kind of. Wouldn't I don't want to say flattering, but it it wasn't wasn't very pretty the first half. And I think Neil no. Lennon said said that in his post game interview. He sort of he didn't think the first half it was sort of clicking and anything was really going for us. Um, but the second half, the first fifteen minutes of the second half was almost ten times better than the first half in its whole. Um, I know we didn't score in the, that 15 minutes, but just everything seemed to work a bit better and passing was really nice and nice and smooth. To be fair, when you when um, you go in at half time and um, and give the referees a payment for the the second half penalty, it was always going to yeah be a good result in the end. Makes you pass better. Uh, Makes you pass better when you know you're going to get a penalty. Um, that's it. Celtic got a penalty. I think we're all in, in reasonable agreement that we're not too sure whether it is, especially after further viewing of it. Um, Billy? Oh, um, yeah. Um, I've certainly seen them uh, given, um, but uh, not for me. Um, contact, yes. As a full, no. No, <laughs> it's not a penalty for me <laughs> at all. So that's um two two fortunate penalties in as many weeks. I'll take it. But we'll take it. Yeah, I, I still, I'll take it. I still feel um Celtic um did enough to uh, win the game. They're go- they're gonna win the game anyway, in my opinion. Um, I thought yeah. some of their passing was was a lot sharper and their movement was a lot better in the second half. They played like a team hungry for points, but in fairness, I don't think uh, St. Mirren played too badly. I think the score kind of flatters. Celtic, like they just went um, 
ham after 80 minutes and just couldn't stop yeah. scoring essentially it was a it was a brighter sign, like a a better display than we've seen to actually like force it on. We got the injury to Stephen Welsh, and then we had to bring on uh, Shane Shane Duffy, um, <laughs> and I reckon that's that's what's inspired the players to go out and score three more goals because they knew that, that something bad might happen. Um, but yeah, the passing was much better in the second half, and I think the David Turnbull goal kind of like sort of epitomised that because it was quite nice pass and build up play and then I think it's McGregor plays the ball over the top of the defence to Christie yep. who he looks like I thought he was going to strike it um, and he kind of like takes a touch and another touch and it bobbles off him and David Turnbull's just there at the side to slot it into the net quite convincingly um, No, I, agree. I don't, I don't know uh, whether, you, think- whether you'd give the, the assist to Christie for that but well, they haven't on flash scores. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, it took it took a bit of a bounce off him, didn't it? Yeah, uh, just to want, just want to wish Stephen Welsh the best. Hope it's a speedy recovery because it looked a sore one. It, looked it did a look sore a sore one. one. I seen I seen someone tried to say it should be a red card. I just don't I don't understand. Nah. How, yes, he's late in, but it's 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 never a red card. Just unlucky. Yeah. It's, it's just unfortunate. The guys went for the ball, it's just mistimed. Mm-hmm. It's equally unfortunate. Celtic will now have to play Shane Duffy in the run-in. You don't know that, though. You don't know that, because <laughs> we don't know the severity of the injury. Um, I, I liked... I liked Tom Rogic, but playing Tom Rogic sacrifices David Turnbull at his best position, dropping him to that sort of side number eight role with uh, Cal McGregor on the other side. I feel, I don't know, like Tom Rogic played well, so I can't really slate him, but David Turnbull, just that that's his best position, and he, he kind of, you can see, you can tell a little bit he's a bit worse, or not worse, less influential when he plays off the side there, isn't well, he? I've, I've got it written down, and when Christie came on, I didn't think it would work with Celtic playing with three attacking midfielders in the pitch, but it did, and, and they, they scored three goals after that, to be fair, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they all linked up for uh, most of those goals as well. Yeah, the, uh, which was something that was the, nice to see. The third goal, I think, came from Brown winning the tackle, and then um, Rogic to uh, Turnbull to Rogic, then Rogic to Christie, then Christie Rogic to net. Christie. Yep, it was a good finish as well into the back post. Was a good finish. Um, away. I, I'm not going to let myself get carried away, but uh, <laughs> Scott Brown having consistently okay performances. Is he back? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he's not back. He's... Is he back? There's the answer to your question. I don't know. I don't know. The, the problem is, though, is that the more like half-decent performances I see him put in, it makes me think he'll be back next year. And that'll be him. I don't, yeah. I, I think he's one he won't he won't leave in the summer, I don't think. But I don't definitely leave, don't think he'll be playing... But... I definitely don't think he'll be playing anywhere near as much yeah, next he'll year. Yeah, st- he will still be there next, next year as a player-manager, to be fair. Yeah. God. Do you think he will stay? Obviously Celtic's hope. biggest season for probably <clears throat> what years didn't do it. Do you think he's going to stay next season or do you think it's time for him to retire? And... I, don't, I think I it's just time don't, for him it, to Scott, retire but I think he'll be there. Scott Brown's not the sort of player who's just going to like have a bad season then retire straight away the way I see it. like I could see him staying at Celtic and then He'll go. He'll go. He'll go to the MLS or something. He'll tear it up there because that's a child's league. 
<laughs> MLS. Imagine him trying to talk. It's to nice and sunny in Florida. Hi, I'm Bruni. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I wish you got his accent right there, but that just that was terrible. If you close your eyes, I bet you think, "Wow, we we'll get Scott Brown in this podcast." Don't have to close my eyes. That's you look it. just like him. And you <laughs> live just... off, you live off the same diet as well. <laughs> oh dear. So um, prediction wise, I was the, I was close. I had four one for that game. Well done, but you were wrong. I was quite close. Um, as well. Four one was wrong. Mister Durer got himself another zero points with his one one. Uh, didn't happen, bud. Uh, Celtic didn't get, get the goals. It might have was done. it Billy predict? Oh, that was Craig. Craig predicted one 0 St. Marin. Yeah, Good I was close. I'm telling you, but if it wasn't was for that penalty, I would have finished one 0 Close to my seven nil. Yep. Can't argue with that logic. Can you know what? Yep. <sighs> um. So on the predictions front, uh. I've come out of this week um, with the most points from from the two games. Four points after getting two results correct. Not results. Yeah, results. Um, Everyone else on two apart from Dewar who got zero. An embarrassing performance. What do you have to say? Um, No comment. You're not going to apologise to your mum or anything? (laughs) Sorry, Mum, I did not get any points in the, the five-a-side podcast. There you go. go. I'm sure she'll appreciate it. it but, um, there we go. She'll appreciate it, though, nonetheless. Um, so the weekend, we've got some games. Hopefully, we've got some games, actually. I'm going to say, hopefully. Um, yeah, but hopefully, because we don't know with the call-offs or the cold weather at the moment. Yeah. T- well, um, Livingston are playing away, so that, that one's on. That's true. Um, well, it isn't Dundee, so I don't know. Yeah, but the other team. So the first yeah, game true. I've got on the list here is Aberdeen-St. Mirren. Would you like to give us your prediction, Craig? I'm going to go with 2-0 Aberdeen. 2-0 Aberdeen, cool. Um, Billy. Uh, oh yes. Um, sorry. Uh, oh, I don't know. Well, St. Mirren bounce back. They're going to a slump. Uh, I think Jude can. Jude, again. I think Jim Goodwin has um has got the St. Mirren you know bell draw. But I think Aberdeen struggling up front. I'm gonna go one nil St. Mirren. Mr. Dewar, what's your prediction? Um, my prediction is one all. A thrilling one each. And Matt? I'm going um, I'm going to go one nil Aberdeen. I think they're eventually going to score a goal. So we'll go with this weekend. Oh, I don't know. I mean, Aberdeen are due a goal, aren't they? They've been due a goal uh, for a while. I know. Yeah, I'm going to go with you on the the one nil Aberdeen. Um, so we'll move on to Dundee United Livingston. Is Craig there? Does he want to give us his prediction? I will say 
Oh, um, one each. One each. Uh, Billy. Two one Livingston. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it me next? Is it Jura? Yeah. Um, uh, Jura. Oh, well, we'll go oh there we go. It's just, uh, two 0 Livingston. Uh, and I'm gonna go nil nil. I think that'll be the snooze fest of the week. Uh, I don't know, I feel like it's a Livingston might bounce back, so I'm going to say 2-1 Livingston. Uh, next game, Motherwell, Hamilton, Craig. Will we talk about Snooze first and then we bring up Motherwell, Hamilton? No, no. Uh, Bill. One each. Um, Hamilton are going to win 3-0. Three goals for Hamilton. Crikey. It's going to be a Hamilton masterclass. <laughs> I also think it's going to be a Hamilton masterclass and they'll lose 2-0. So that's, that's how that's going. <laughs> that's how masterclass works, to be fair. <laughs> that's that's for, how the masterclass Hamilton. works. Uh, I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go 3-0 Motherwell. Which takes us on to Rangers Kilmarnock Craig. Well, uh, Kilmarnock are just dreadful, so it can't. Right, how many nil then? Five. Five nil. Billy, how many nil? Three nil. <laughs> I'm going to say. Sure, how many nil? Two nil. He's a Rangers fan as well. Matt, how many nil? Uh, one, but for Kilmarnock. <laughs> I'm putting it. That's what oh, I'm going just, oh, just give him the nil plan. I'm telling you, right? Uh, I'm telling you, right now, Tommy Wright has got the right stuff to get a result. Against Kelly, do you know what the check of the referee is this week, man? No, actually, so... give, me, give me a minute. <laughs> Come back to me. Right. Um, <laughs> Kelly or Gash. Uh, Rangers are gash. Um... Gash undefeated this season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, they're uh... in a rut, okay? They drew with Hamilton. Um, I'm going to say... Um, um, uh, uh, 2-1 Kelly, yep. It's the same ref that gave us our dodgy penalty last night, so yeah, 1-0. <laughs> uh, we'll, move, we'll move quickly to Ross County Hibs. Craig. I'm going to go for... 3-1 to Hibs. 2-1 okay. Hibs. Oh, Jesus, I was quick. I'm going to go straight in there. 2-1 <laughs> Hibs. I'm also 2-1 Hibs. Oh, I'm also 2-1 Hibs. <laughs> Is everyone 2-1 Hibs? <laughs> um, Are you 2-1 Hibs? 1-0 Hibs. No. We're in agreement there, at least. Uh, Sunday's game, St. Johnson, Celtic. Craig, if you'd like the audio. I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for... Um, oh, that's a tough one. Two each. Two each? Mm. Billy. Ooh. I'm going to go for... I've predicted Celtic's results the last three weeks. I'm gonna, or two week, two games. I'm going to go for it again. 2-1 Celtic. Okay. I'm going to say 
Four uh, 0 Celtic. I've got Matt. a three nil Celtic. Uh, and I've got eight nil Celtic. Eight nil. Yeah, known for eight nil. You know, <laughs> I went seven nil midweek and we scored four. So if I say eight, we might score five. Um, That's true. That takes us takes us down to the championship and down to Dumfries, Queen of the South v Hearts, Craig. Um, well, if uh, and uh, last week's anything to go by, Hearts will get some dodgy penalties. Um, three nil Hearts. You, Somebody's not better. <laughs> um, Bill. four uh, one Hearts. Sure. Um, I'm gonna say one nil hearts. Matt, I've got a three one three one hearts. I thought you were gonna say three one Queen of the South. Um, no, I'm gonna say two two one hearts. Um, Wraith v Air Craig. Two nil Air. I like it. Bill. One each. Um, two, sure. two nil to Wraith. Yep. I also have one uh, each. Yeah, one each as well. Uh, uh, oh, I'm going to take two one to air. Inverness Martin Craig. That game's not going ahead, does it? <laughs> Let's, let's be honest, that game's not going to end. One each. One each. Billy? Nil-nil, uh, if it goes ahead. Sure. Inverness, 2-0, but it's going to get postponed. I mean, Matt, did, did they even play football anymore? I think they've just started doing log throwing or something like that. Um, uh, they've actually repurposed the pitch, yes. Yeah, well, they're going to win 2-1 if they decide to play football. <laughs> no. Um... That's going to be a, a slender 1-0 win on the um, ice hockey pitch for Inverness. Yep. Um, Dunfermline Dundee. 3-2 to Dunfermline. Oh, I don't know. Um, two each. Six two to Dundee. Christ. I've got two uh, one. Two one to Dundee. Uh oh. three one to Dundee. That is the wrong way around. Yep, three one to Dundee. Alawa or both to the last game. Christ. Two 0 Alawa. Well, Sorry, I really. Um, oh god, I don't know. Um, god, it's a tough one. I, th- I think you know, um, it could really go either way, and I think in the end, a broth of enough, two one a broth. A broth three Alwa nil. Um. Yeah, I've got two no Lalo as well. I'll agree with Craig. Uh, 
Uh, one each. Yeah, one each draw. So that's all the predictions done. I've actually missed one for Billy. What was Billy's prediction for Dundee United v Livingston? Uh, 24-9, I think he said. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I went for. Uh, what did I go for? I don't remember. 24-9. 2-1 Livingston. I better change that. 24-9. <clears throat> right, perfect. Um, so we'll see how we do that on Monday. And now it's time for uh, something I, I thought of um, because there was only two games to talk about just to sort of fill time but it's turned out to be quite exciting um, so each of us have over the last uh, day taken time and built ourselves a premiership sort of fantasy team um, we've each picked one player from each team minus one team in the Premiership <laughs> to take a position in our team and I'm hoping we've got some interesting teams cropping up here uh, and everyone's I think everyone's went for a different club to miss a player from if I'm correct I believe we might have I'm not 100% sure though but we'll see True. once we get into them um, does anyone want to volunteer to go first? What? How are we doing? Are we? Are we doing? We all say our goalkeepers, or are we all saying like our full uh, team, I'd, and then the next person says our full team? I'd probably say say your full team, and then is um, Matt still doing a big brownian? Well, he must be. <laughs> I, I was just going to ignore that. It's his turn this week. He's back. Um, yeah, I'd say we. I'd say we say the whole team, and then like each take our turn, say your formation, say your team. And the the team who you do not have a player from, uh, you could take their manager to manage your team. Oh dear! Oh, no. Can so I who who, do that? fine. who would like to go first? You know what? Right, okay. I'll do it. No, Billy, on you go, Bill. Thank oh, God. Oh, right. Billy's <laughs> going to go first then. Right. So here we go. I I have went for a traditional four four two. Uh, and it's quite an attack-minded 4-4-2. Um, with a very kind of fluid midfield. So, in goals, I have Alan McGregor. For me, by far, the best keeper in the league by a considerable Weird. margin. Um, at right-back, I have Nicky Devlin from Livingston. I think has been uh, a, you know, a very successful right-back over his career, but most of this season. He's really been uh, a staple part of the, uh, the Livingston team that's, um, you know, went on that uh, good run. Uh, it's two centre-backs. I have um, young guy Jamie Hamilton from Hamilton. Um, I think, you know, 18 years old, playing part of that back three, he has been by far the best out of those three compared to his more experienced um, professionals. Um, I think he's, you know, shown incredible maturity for somebody so young. Being the um, best, only conceded eight hundred goals. To be fair, he's not a fault. I, I think, <laughs> you know, I, I don't think you can blame just one person for, you know. I think as an individual, he's been, you know, particularly sound. Um, other centre back is the centre back from St Johnson, Liam Gordon. I think he's been um, very rock solid at the back. 
um, you know, individually again. You know, this is a an individual to form a team. That's who I would I would say. You know, I would I would have in. You know, strong physical. You know, somebody you want you know to command the, the back line. At left back, I have uh, Jamie Robson from Dundee United, young left back again. United not been a good run of form, but again he's you know showing real, you know maturity for somebody so young, um, you know up and down the left wing, you know trying to get into crosses in, you know, um, you, you know, know? left wing backer. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> left, left, left wing backer, left back, you know, just a good kind of variety. Um, <laughs> well, you know. Uh, right mid, I have Chris Burke from Killy, which I know, considering that I have <laughs> ranted on for I'm weeks. Glad you know, and we like... don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I think um, he's. <laughs> I'm not thinking what I'm trying to say. <laughs> say it. Um, I, I think he's been a, a staple of the the Kilmarnock highlights of the season, although there is not many of them. He, you know, he's their um, top top scorer and, you know, top playmaker, so I definitely have him. It's okay, Billy, you know, I don't think people will notice, you know. You know. My two centre mids, I have uh, Jamie McGrath from St Mirren, the Irish midfielder, who I think has been a standout for St Mirren this season. Um, you know, really creative midfielder, not afraid to go on the ball and pass and move through. Um, and, you know, <laughs> dictate the play. Um, my other centre midfield is Lewis Ferguson from Aberdeen. Um, again, good dead ball specialist, somebody that can you know create the play and demand it. Although I've picked better strikers for him to work with, so they can maybe actually get more assists. Um, and I think he'd be a good addition to my team so far. Left midfield, I have Alan Campbell from Motherwell, who I think. Again, he's played in the variety of the midfield positions, the right, the central and the left. I've opted him out on the left for this formation. Um, you know, a standout performer for Motherwell this season. Um, really, again, you know, a kind of creative young midfielder that will, you know, drive the team on. And up front, I have Ozon Edward from Celtic. Again, great striker. You want him in your team, first name. And Kevin Nisbet from Hibs, again, showing his worth in the Premiership with the goals and those two combining for over 25 goals this season. That's who I'd want up front, which leaves in my manager, uh, John Hughes from Ross County. Mm-hmm. Um, good manager. Yeah. It's a good one to have. That's, that's who I went for. That's fine. Fair enough. Uh, since you were so keen to do it, Matt, um, <laughs> I'll let you go next. That's absolutely fine. Right, so in nets, I've got uh, Danny Rogers from Kilmarnock because I thought they've just been that good at stopping goals going in this season. Uh, no, honestly, he's been injured for like the last, I can't remember how many games it is, it's like four or five or something. Um, basically when they're really shit for him started. So I put him in nets because I had to choose between him and the Ross County goalie. And that's what I went with. Um, right back, I've got Nicky Devlin, someone that I've seen at air when he was playing there. Um, and he's continued his good form into the, into the Premier League where he's been good this season. Centre-halves, I've also went for Jamie Hamilton um, at Hamilton. As Billy said, he's a, a young guy that's 
actually really showing a lot of the players around him how to play. Um, although it's not really hard to stand out at Hamilton, he's, he's making making do at the moment. Other centre half, I've got Mugabe from Motherwell. It was really a toss up of either of the two Motherwell centre halves, but I'm pretty sure Craig has the other one, so I've, I've went for him just to be different. Um, <clears throat> left back, left back, I've went for Borna Barisic. His average of about 417 crosses a game is what gave him the nod. So it was either him or my best pal, Greg Taylor. And I've decided to go with Borna Barisic. Um, I should say that my mid- my formation is in sort of testimonial to our pro clubs team. It is a 4 2 And with the missing team being Ross County, it is Yogi's Angels. So that's, that's who I've got. That's my team name. <laughs> Uh, I have sort of noticed that the, mid, the midfield positions don't really match up, but none of them are wingers, so we're going with it. Uh, so I've got Lewis Ferguson from Aberdeen. Um, there's not really much good to say about Aberdeen at the moment, but he has always sort of stood out as a decent player. Um, not long in, I've got Jackson Irvin from Hibs. He's been really impressive um, since he's been playing, and I think he'll continue that going forward. Um, I've also got McGrath from St. Mirren. Um so Martin are doing really well this year, and I think he's been a big big part of that, so he deserves the, the credit. And then Ali McCann from St. Johnson. Um, when I was doing this earlier, I did say I had three St. Johnson players in it. I was obviously that desperate to get them in my team, because of that good. Um, but I managed to narrow it down to just one, and I've went with Ali McCann. So if he lets me down this weekend, Well, Ali McCann's a man. He is the man. <clears throat> and then two strikers, obviously. Um, odds on Edward from Celtic. I think that speaks for itself. Um, best striker in the country. Didn't really look like he was trying for the first half of the season for a lot of it, but he's, he's picking up the goals at the moment. And then Lauren Shankland at Dundee United. Um, had a little bit of a tough time this season, um, but we know what he can do. Or at least we've seen what he can do plenty of times being down in there. So, yeah, that's my that's my team. Lovely stuff. Mm-hmm. Um I can see Craig's raring to go there. Um, as I'll ask, yep. asking you, so see it in his I'll eyes. let him jump in next with his his team. Okay, well, um, my team. I've gone for a four-four-two as well, but I went for the more diamond in the middle with the, the holding midfielder in the cam, um, and the two centre mids. So, in nets, I've uh, I went from for. Uh, Jack Almwick from St Mirren, who has uh, the second top uh, save percentage in the league, I believe. Uh, he's always been a good performer for St Mirren. He did just concede four goals, or almost had to take out a team for that. Um, but I decided to keep him in. Uh, at right back, I've got um, Lee Hodson at Hamilton, um, who I, I actually believed was a left back, but it seems that uh, Hamilton uh, consistently played him at right back, so he's slotting in there. Um as uh, Matt said, I do have the other Motherwell centre-half of Declan Gallagher. Um, he has always been a consistent performer at uh, think he's international gone. level. Oh, dear. I've, uh, I've not noticed at, um, <laughs> at um, club level too much. Oh, there you go. Did, did, yep. did I lag out? Just uh, where did you heat up to? Uh, uh, no, only for us. Oh, yeah, we'll be able to hear you in the actual recording. It'll be fine. I know. So just as I said, Declan Gallagher is um Declan Gallagher has been a consistent performer at um, international level, but um that's that's why he's got in there. Just just for just for 
taking a two videos. He's also um, a hard cunt. Callum, yes. Um, Callum Morris uh, at Ross County was um, he was uh, my last player. I had to try and fit in, and I had to choose between a Ross County centre half or a Kelly centre half. Uh, so that is that is the only reason he's in there. Uh, there there's actually no other reason he's there. Uh, like Billy, I've went for Jamie Robson at uh, Dundee United. Uh, you know, uh, I really like him running down the wing, you know, um, run, putting in some crosses, you know. Uh, in the, the holding midfield position, uh, I went for Lewis Ferguson as well, who seems to be a common common one between the teams so far. Um, and he, like uh, Billy said, he's a dead ball specialist. He's good at getting the balls in there. He's, he's also good at stopping the play. It was between him and um, Ross McCrory, but I think Ferguson's... Ferguson's done more. Um, then uh, the two centre mids, I've got uh, Glenn Kamara, who, um, well, he's, as uh, Jira knows, he's a, he's a great player. Uh, linked with Juventus, so we'll see where he goes from there. Um, good to help jo- Jamie Robson go up the wing and whip the crosses in. Uh, the other centre mid, we've got uh, Murray Davidson at St. Johnson. Um, I almost put in Ali McCann like Matt, but... Uh, Chose uh, the other one. Um, in the cam position, Scott Pittman, who's just been a consistent performer for Livingston this season. Um, he's he's the one that's helped them mostly through the their big streak, in my opinion. Uh, up top, we've got um, Odds on Edward, who also seems to be a consistent uh, pick through the team so far. And um, Kevin Nisbet, who, uh, as we all know, Billy loves him as well. Not Billy, Jura loves him as well. Lovely. Lovely Which would leave my manager as... um, Oh, who did I not pick from? Kelly. So, uh, Tommy Wright is my manager. Well, there you go. Um, An interesting team. Although I missed half of it because I wasn't paying attention. Uh, So, now, your main man, Jura, who's probably just picked a Rangers starting 11 here. Um, well, in that says Alan McGregor, right back is James Tavernier. <laughs> oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Um, I was just thinking my dream team. Um, so, <laughs> in that we have Segrist, who is the third um, highest save percentage behind Alan McGregor and Jack Anik. I knew Craig stole my stat because we were talking about it yesterday. Is this just a rehash of Pie and Bovril's stats that they put up? No comment. As <laughs> uh, right back, gone for Nicky Devlin. Um, obviously, feel he's doing very well. Um, I've picked for uh, centre half is the man who can boogie, Andy Considine himself. Feel although he's doing well, he's <laughs> doing well-ish. I guess it's not been his greatest season, but is what it is. <laughs> Sorry, it's not his greatest season, but I'll just put him in the team yeah, anyway. I'm, I'm thinking long term. <laughs> this is long term for the lo- season. You know, <laughs> yeah. you, you've all, you've, you, you, Billy, you put um, Hamilton from Hamilton, in, and he's conceded 800 goals this season. But you're like, you're like, oh, but he's 18 and he's young, long term. So just let him have his long term pick. Interrupted his team. I know. <laughs> 
Uh, on you go, continue. Put, uh, put the hands in the air for Ayer. Uh, it's my other centre half. Um, uh, good. I'm just going to mute him for like five minutes. Let him have his time. Um, right. Other, and then fullback is Borna Barisic. Don't need to say more than that. Now my midfield is a bit kind of disjointed. Um, it's a res- results uh, driven business, so we don't need to play a, a formation. We can create our own formation. So, um, <laughs> right mid is um, Chris Burke. Feels got a good future ahead of him. Uh, <laughs> That's illegal. He, he's doing really well for Kelly, considering um, how Kelly are playing. Uh, midfield is uh, Wotherspoon. Again, feel he's done quite well for St. Johnson, all considering. Um, like everyone else, I also picked Jamie McGrath. I feel he's been St. Mirren's best uh, midfielder. <clears throat> and I've also picked uh, Callahan from the Mighty Hamilton. Um, forwards, I've gone for Shaw at Ross County. I feel he's done okay when he's been called upon and um, sh- should be soon striker Kevin Nisbet. And my manager f- would be Graham Alexander um, from Motherwell. Sorry, did you just say should be soon striker? Should be soon Scotland striker. Oh, right, okay. Miss Scotland. Just had should be soon striker. <laughs> I thought he was a striker. <laughs> yep. <laughs> these days. Right. No, um... Um, have anyone got any of that team? Because Billy's interrupting with his laughter. Good Come luck. Um, no, it's fine. I, I got most of it. Um, that leaves me, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll start you off with my formation. I went for a 4-2-3-1. Sort of. I did get a bit lost and I uh, put a couple of players out of position, but we move. Uh, in nets, I'll start with Xander Clark from St. Johnson. I just couldn't think of another St. Johnson player to put in. Um, and I, then I couldn't that think of a goalkeeper, so that he gets the nod. Uh, left back, I've got Borna Barisic. Uh, he's probably the only Rangers player I could stand. And he's a very good left back. My centre-halves, I've got Christopher Iyer from Celtic and Ryan Portes from Hibs. Um, Christopher Iyer is uh, one of my favourite centre-halves that I've like, watched at Celtic and can only see him going further. And Ryan Portes is just, it's just a laugh, isn't he? Um, I think I've copied everyone and went for Nicky Devlin at right-back. Just, I think... That speaks for itself, considering we've all picked them. Um, my midfield two, well, yeah, I've gone, gone for Gary Dicker and Alan Campbell. I couldn't face having a Hamilton player in, so I went for a Kelly player, and then I got really stuck at who I was going to choose. So he got the nod. I really like Alan Campbell. Is is quite similar to. He's just his drive, his energy, his like everything about his game. I, I find really impressive, and he's versatile. He can play anywhere in that sort of midfield. <clears throat> in front of those two, I've gone for on the left wing Ryan Hedges from Aberdeen. 
on the right wing. I know he's not a winger, but I, I again, this is when I picked a, a second striker and then didn't play a second striker formation. I went from Shaw, for Shaw, from Ross County. Um, and in the middle of them, I went for Jamie McGrath from St Mirren. I just re- I, I like really like the look of look of him. He's like tenacity on the ball, mm-hmm. and he's he's actually got quite a good finish on him. And finally, up top, I have Lauren Shankland from Dundee United. It's just the best. He's the best striker in the world. Um, at least he was when he was at Air. So hopefully, he picks up, and that leaves me with. Uh, Brian Rice. Yep, yep. I was just looking at my team figuring out. I, I said about eight times that I didn't have a Hamilton player. Yes, Brian Rice, um, and he will gamble on this team to win the league. You know he will. You know he will. <laughs> you know he will. Absolutely. So, so did it? So did everyone have Nicky Devlin at right back? Uh, I didn't. Craig didn't, but. Who did you have? I had Lee Hodson from Hamilton. Hodson. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh well then. So I, just, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't face putting a Hamilton team in a Hamilton player in my team because they should. They don't deserve to be in the division. Did it, so is there anybody we all had? Did we all have McGrath? No. I had McGrath. No, I didn't have McGrath. I had uh, Jack Hamlock. So we just uh, pretend Craig wasn't here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Billy is struggling. I, think I don't know what he's laughing at. I'm laughing at no. <laughs> <laughs> you You alright, Phil? No, I'm, I, don't, I don't know if I misheard. <laughs> but I, I thought, did Craig say, did we all have my car? And then <laughs> Craig went, no, I had Jack Hanwick in Blizzard Goals. No. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I said, did we all have my car? No, but yeah, what, but what Craig said was correct. Players. Yeah. Ah, oh, right, okay. Okay, I thought we were talking about midfielders. No, I was we were talking about St. Mirren players. Well, well sure, we, that almost was all had, we almost all had those two players if Craig wasn't here. Um, Wait, did, did anyone not have Borna Barisic? Me, uh, me I'd Glenn Kamara. Oh, Glenn Kamara. You no, he's not a left-back. That's true, he's not a left-back. Jamie Robson from my left-back position. Oh, okay. Would have been my two, probably, picks at left-back. Who was, who, Billy? Who, what well, Rangers player did you pick? I went for Alan McGregor. Oh, so you did. Yeah, I remember who was the first person you picked. I, I would have picked, at left back, I would have picked um, Josh Reed from Ross County, um, but he moved to Coventry and therefore could not pick him. So he's oh, not eligible. Um, I was actually going to pick honestly, Virgil van Dyke you... from a centre-half, but he actually also <laughs> moved as well. Honestly, if you asked me to do that again in 10 minutes' time, I'd pick a different team. Yeah, same. My not... team of winners. I just I found it really difficult to sort of like have a player and then stick with that player for long enough to actually make a team. Can I can I have my three St Johnson players? The team was better when I had three St Johnson you know what, players. Matt for next Matt for for next midweek you can just make a St Johnson team. Yeah. That's and me. you can tell we we are not making teams <laughs> just you you make a St Johnson dream team of old old players and current players. Yeah. So you like a, a an all time. Eleven. St. St. Johnson, Johnson. You can do that. Uh-huh. If, if, That's what you're to do. That's historical your knowledge of St. Johnson football. Uh-huh. If That's fine. Is, um, still watching, be sure to comment what you're. Um, well, <laughs> still listening. I'll get it. He's right done that deliberately. He's done that deliberately. Um, be sure to put in what uh, eleven you guys would have. It'd be interesting to see in the comments if you guys would have 
different people to what we'd have. Yeah, I think we could also do that as well with the see with the predictions. If anybody wants to fire over what they think and see if they can get better than Ferg. Yeah, just just caught. Yep. I beat his all last week. Sure to beat. Um, he's, a, he's a low one. Who's in the Who's in the lead? Is it me and Bill? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's just like the betting as well. Yeah, you're still tied for the lead on. You know I mean, fifteen are they? Can't remember. They are on. I believe they are. Fifteen. Yeah. Craig, you're on. Thirteen. 13. I'm on ten. Jury's on six. Six. That's not very good. Been left behind. So that's us for this edition, this episode, this glorious time. So if you'd like to say goodbye and stop breathing, Craig. Just please don't breathe. That's not a death threat if anyone's like Goodbye. I need to go sort the internet out for next week. That is those. Um, Billy? Uh, ciao. Goodbye. Matt? Yep. Bye, everyone. And your? Um, to everyone listening, au revoir. <laughs> wow. From me, it is goodbye, good night, God bless.